well, 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 look at what the cat dragged in. <laughs> if it isn't the Bling Vera podcast, we're talking about the market today. We're talking about a drop. We're talking about foreign meddling. We're talking about trading. This is all about trading. That's all I talk about. Well, and eBay too, but yeah, you know, I'm always talking about eBay. Good luck today. I think we're going to get a drop here. It's one, or it's 3.35 p.m. market time, 38.51 Thanks so much for listening. Well, hello. Welcome to the first segment of the first episode for your Friday, July 15th, 2022. It is 2.59 p.m. market time. The S&P 500 right now is at 38.55, up 65 points, up and three quarters, or up one and three quarters percent. However, I think we're going we're gonna to have a rug pull here. And I wanted to make sure and capture it here uh, for you guys, for the pup, for the pupcast. Now, why do I think there's going to be a rug pull? Ah, eh, ah. Eh. <laughs> Just because everyone's been uh, um, conditioned to expect it to go up during the last 45 minutes, the last 15 minutes of um, on expiration days. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, everyone's kind of, even myself. And it has been the last... Um, the last 90 minutes, it usually just climbs up and keeps climbing up. Last hour, Robinhood buys all your puts because they jammed it up. They're really cheap. They buy them from you. They don't have to give you any money, really. Buy them for cheap. And then they let it drop. So today, they've been doing that for like a month straight. Um, so today, they're going to not do that. And we are in the last hour right now. Today's high was 38.59.90. So where does it stop today? Um, I've been kind of looking at it. 38.35 looks like a pretty good one. But it could break below 38.20. Yeah, it's at 38.53 right now. So you can imagine. So I do have some puts. Some of them expire. Well, they all expire on Monday. But a little extra time. I'm planning on getting out of them now, though. Or um, before the close today. In the next hour or so here, um, I am I am down on them. Oh, hold on. Actually, I have um, one put that expires today, but I bought it for like $4, so I'm not sure that that one's going to work out very well. But the ones on Monday have enough time to where I think if this thing does end up dropping here, if we do get our rug pull, which should be pretty fast, remember, if it doesn't happen fast then it's not going to happen. I think when it comes to trading psychology, I think this is a perfect example of um, conditioning traders, conditioning the market into expecting things to happen, into expecting it to keep climbing up during this last hour. It is 3.02 p.m. market time, 38.54. And if you expect it to do something, because it has been doing something for weeks, a month at a time, um then yeah, it's a pretty safe bet. Like, okay, sure. Yeah, it's probably going to last 90 minutes, keep jamming up into the clothes, rip everybody off. But that's kind of the point. It's a setup. Get you conditioned. Have it, hey, have it work a few times. Have it work Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I think the air just turned on. And then have it not work on this Friday. Friday, what, the 15th? Oh, hell yeah. Because I'll have to admit... Yeah, the air is on. Oops. 
I'm just eating some gummy vitamins too. I have to admit, I was tempted to buy some calls during that last 90 minutes, expecting it to do what it normally does. And so when I start to get that, that fervor, when I get that fervor, uh, for me, it means that I'm too late. It means it's going to go the opposite direction. That is fact. So I decided not to go the wrong direction. So that's why I bought puts. And we can just sit here and wait and watch it. And be like, Bling, how do you know so much? Bling, how are you right all the time? I don't know. It's a good question. 3.04 p.m. market time. 38.54. Up 65 points. Up one three quarters percent still. And we are waiting patiently. With, with 55 minutes left in regular trading hours. We should be in for a doozy here. This one should be pretty extreme. I know I've said it before. I've said it before. Guilty. I know. I'm always saying it. Broken clock twice a day. I know. I know. <laughs> but this time, today, for Friday, July 15th, 3.05 p.m. market time, 38.55, it's going to go down. It's going to shoot straight down, you guys. It's going to take everybody's money. And the first stop is 38.35. It's probably going to bounce a little bit there, and then it's going to keep going down to below 38.20 probably, yeah. So we're probably going to end, there's a chance, there's a possibility we could end red today, believe it or not. I know up 64 points we end red. Are you kidding me? It's like, no, I'm not kidding you, man. That's what's happening. That's the truth. That's my take on it. Um, but we'll see what happens. Like, I'm in the red still, and I hate doing that. I hate getting in too early, and I hate being off, but... If you saw my tweet earlier today, you know, it's go time again, exclamation point. Because I truly believe it was, but I think it was probably a little bit early on that one. As usual. Anyway, what are you guys up to today? How was your trading day so far? You guys doing anything fun for the weekend? I didn't trade this morning. I didn't trade this morning. I, um, I don't know. When, when did I get in? Let's take a look. See here. Let's look at these transactions, this, this order status. What time was that? Okay, it's about four hours. 12.27. I got in at 12.27 market time. It's about three hours ago. So it's three hours early again. Again. But I imagine that you have a lot of people holding calls from yesterday and from all day today. Lots of people. And those calls probably expire today. So they're just going to rug pull it. And make sure everyone from the calls yesterday, everyone from calls today, make sure no one gets paid. Take all the money. Scott free. We'll see. We'll see. It sounds... It's kind of a stretch. It's kind of a long shot there, but I certainly think it's possible. When I look at the, the charts, when I look at the market, I'm always paying attention to the dates, but the behavior... <clears throat> excuse me. The behaviors um, for the week before, the expiry days before... Um, you get about four or five of the same behavior, um, usually with calls, usually with it going up into the close, or you get four or five days with the same behavior, similar behavior. And so everyone has these expectations of, okay, great. It's, got, it's done that three times in a row. Let's see if it's going to do it a fourth time. That can pose a problem, though, because if you expect it to do a fourth or fifth time, but 
um, it doesn't, then yeah, you're screwed. However, if you don't expect it to do it, uh, do the same behavior the fourth or fifth time, and you go the opposite way, you bet against it doing what it's, it's normally done, then that's an issue too. Then you lose too. So it's tricky. I think one of my weaknesses trading is I always say, oh, it's not going to do it four times in a row. It's not going to do it five times in a row. It will, in fact, it will do it like eight times in a row sometimes. But I'd say typically four times is where you can start to bet against it. Um, five and six for sure. I, I will always bet against it if it's like the fifth or sixth time doing it. Um, this into the close, I don't, I mean, it has to be in like the six or seven, six or seven range here uh, lately. And there's been some rug pulls this week earlier, but overall, I'd say it, it's, it's been bought up into the close, especially on these expiry days. And so that's why I'm betting against it here. That's why I think it's going to sink. I think it's going to sink a lot. I think there's probably going to be a headline, something comes out, uh, spooks the market, and just creates a massive sell-off real quick. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it has to do with e-commerce or eBay or just something, a breach, some sort of data breach. Another um, Experian uh, leak, data breach. It's truly the internet is not safe right now. It's it really has, in my opinion, it really has been compromised. So I think that's a huge, huge deal as far as uh, market related value goes, because there's going to be a lot of people that can have. There's a ton of people that have been ripped off by eBay and other e-commerce companies, um, scammers. But there's still more people that are about to get ripped off. Once this, once it um, becomes mainstream, I think right now it's a lot of outliers that are getting robbed. People like me, who's <laughs> like totally single and alone. Um, and sort of like on the outskirts of success. Basically kept from success because of it. But... Eventually, eventually, it's going to be uh, families getting uh, ripped off and uh, their accounts getting compromised. And I think once that starts happening, which could be any day, but uh, once like families start getting robbed and uh, people with careers and successful people, once they start getting robbed and um, thrown into the mix of like, e-commerce is an impossibility to reach anybody impossibility to get your money back unless you um bring up like a a case with your credit card company it's kind of ridiculous it's it's kind of ridiculous that we allowed it to get here but the fact that there's just no phone numbers there's no customer service there's no uh recourse it's please allow us three to four business days to respond and it's only like emails and messages I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's hard to believe um, in hindsight just the dangers that that sort of business model poses to the economy and um, just to individual finances. I mean, if my entire trajectory of success um, can be interfered with, interrupted and then basically destroyed, 
that's just that's just me as like an individual if you have families and homes and multiple cars and hungry mouths to feed that's a whole different story like i can get by living on uh tortilla chips and milk and coffee and beer oh yeah some some gummy vitamins that's all you need that's all you need but if you have kids and stuff and if you all right cool turn off the air conditioning have kids and stuff and you have um obligations you know financial obligations to make payments otherwise <laughs> you know the kids are starving family starving that's that's serious and i think it's it's kind of mounting up to to get to that point so whenever that happens you can expect to see a, a pretty significant pullback in the market and i'd say that's probably going to be what the catalyst is it's not so much like a tech bubble it's like a, a e-commerce sort of scam bubble. It's a retail bubble, um, just based on scams, based on dishonesty and deceit. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's it's. Uh, I think it's concerning. Still, of course, if you've listened to this podcast, of course you know what my feelings are toward it. But it's concerning because no one's talking about it still, and no one's acknowledging it, and no one's um, wanting to even bring it up or accept it. And why is that, I wonder? Is it just because we're all like uh, the ignorance, ignorance is bliss kind of thing? So we just don't want to acknowledge it and pretend it's not there, pretend that there's not a problem here, pretend that people aren't getting robbed or that the potential for the economy and individual finances to be destroyed. Is that too scary of a thought? Is it too real of a thought, too dystopian? Or is it just too extreme? Am I just totally wrong and e-commerce is going to chug along just fine and everyone's going to start being honest? Well, <laughs> I've worked in retail before. Um, I'm kind of, I participated in e-commerce when it first started uh, 20 years ago, buying and selling stuff on eBay. And I have to tell you, I've never seen anything like this, anything similar, anything um, even remotely close. And it seems like, it seems like uh, all the breaches over time have been exploited completely. And so you have this conflict overseas in foreign countries, but you have a, a bunch of really... Uh, like kind of sneaky people. They're, 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 I mean, I guess, yeah, they're smart in the sense of how to rob people, how to steal money, how to, how to scam people. And it's different here. The culture is different here in the United States as an American, probably abroad too in, in some European countries, I imagine, like Germany and Britain, France, maybe. Those countries over there, they're, they're, still honest, I think, for the most part, right? But people are starting to catch on to how easy it is to scam people um, out of these e-commerce sites. Just, I am not as described, even though it's probably even better than the description. Um, I am not received, even though they probably received it in a few days. It's, it's concerning. It's concerning because no one wants to acknowledge it still. And I, I'm trying to figure out why that is. Like, why, when, when is the, the dam going to break here? And nobody knows.
Nobody knows. It's 3.18 p.m. market time on Friday, July 15th. The S&P 500 right now is at 38.55 still, up 65 points, up 1 and 3 quarters percent. 45 minutes left, uh, 42 minutes left in the regular trading day. We'll see what's going to happen here. It should get pretty exciting, I think. Um, I doubt people want to hold over the weekend with all of the turmoil that there is around the world. I don't think, I don't think anyone wants to, to risk it. Because uh, if you just leave, it, leave your account there and have money in it, something can happen over the weekend that's leaves you broke. You might have ended up uh, selling something on eBay or listing something on eBay and then get into your account and start scamming you out of money. You never know. You never know these days. So I think there's going to be a sell-off here in the last 40 minutes. It is 3.19 p.m. market time, 38.54. It does look weak to me, and it does look like it's going to break here. So buckle up, everybody. Buckle up, because we should be in for a ride. I don't know if it's going to completely erase the whole day, but it's going to probably erase half of it, or at least a pretty good-sized portion of it. So what would that end up being? 381? 379-ish? Uh, SPY right now is at 384. So yeah, 381 probably, at, at the very least. eBay right now is at 4345. Whoa, eBay is up almost 3.5% for the day. Holy shit. I guess all that seller money that they're stealing, they're putting it to good use because they're about to get ripped off here. Imagine investing money into eBay here today. Man, just yeah, not even realizing it's going to be gone. That's how quick, I mean, hey, fast money. Easy come, easy go. This is definitely going to be easy go here for eBay. But it baffles me. Like, how is, it, how is anyone still investing in eBay? How is it up today? Because it shouldn't be. I wonder if it, yeah, I wonder if it can lose 3.5% in uh, 40 minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Okay, it's 3.21 p.m. market time, 38.56, 1 and 3 quarters percent, up 66 points. This should be it here. This should break here. If only I had the ability, the patience to wait until now to get in instead of like, what, how many hours ago was that? Three hours ago? Jeez. Three hours early every time. Why can't I just wait three hours? Get a better price, get a better position. Stupid. Stupid. Well, it also makes me wonder too um, how anyone's still kind of buying this market thinking that uh, we're out of the woods and it's going to continue to go up here and summer grind. Because um, it's not. Not yet. Uh, not in my opinion. Because you have people that are struggling and hurting financially um, right now, struggling to make payments, struggling to find a place to live, struggling for food, uh, car payments, all of it. Like, really struggling. And the fact that that's being ignored and minimized is it's concerning because this market's still just trying to chug along, trying to grind higher, doing the, what it usually does in the summer. But it's not, it's, this is not typical. This is not uh, a normal situation in the world right now. I don't think this is like really unprecedented and truly with um, basically all of Russia ripping off all of America, all of the United States, or just all the world. Um, the scammers there, I mean, they're, 
they're pretty sophisticated or if, if anything just really creative to find new ways to take money from people and they just do not care they don't care if it's which individual they hurt or um, who they put on the street who cares why should they they're just trying to steal money like that's that's their goal and that's what they're doing they're trying to just like any war or any soldier you, you know without mercy without remorse it's all of war depends on it right so that's what they're doing and i think they're doing a pretty good job of it and if they got me then they can get anyone anyone and it does look like people are getting uh getting nailed with it okay i used to say this all the time but the last 35 minutes there are no breakers there are no security breakers there's no safety measures um if you're not familiar with the breakers are, it's if, it, if the mar- stock market goes down a certain percentage within a certain amount of time, they'll, they'll halt, halt trading. Except for the last 35 minutes. I think, I think they still have the level three breakers during the last 35 minutes, but that's it. And that has to be like 10% or something, 7%. I don't know. It has to be a lot. So I doubt it's going to drop that much. But the breakers are off as of right now. It's 3.25 p.m. market time. S&P 500 right now is at 38.53, up 62 points, up 1 and 6 tenths percent. Looks like it's kind of go time, doesn't it? Um, we're up, yeah, 1 and 6 tenths percent. So if we dropped, well, let's just wait and see. Let's see what's going to happen here. Because I've always heard about flash crashes and... Um, you know, the, the breaker rule being in place as it is, like, well, then if there's a rule there, then it's possible for it to happen. Like, it, it, it's, it's not just uh, some imaginative thing or, or some make-believe thing. It's quite possible for it to drop however, ma- however many percent, uh, however much percentage during the last 35 minutes. And if you were... The way I see it, with all the scamming going on and with the the war abroad and um, the different countries involved, the way I see it, Russia probably has some kind of stake in in the market. And they they have some kind of pull in the market, I'm sure. And I'm I'm sure that they're aware of the breaker rule as as well. So if you're a foreign country at war with another foreign country, and you have the ability to sort of financially undermine them, sort of with the people by ripping them off through e-commerce and et cetera. But if you have the ability to sort of coordinate a, an attack, a financial attack on the market, um, I think the last 35 minutes is going to be a target. And whenever it happens, that's a different story. If it even if it even happens at all. But my my opinion is that. If they're targeting individuals on e-commerce sites and scamming them, then they're absolutely going to target the stock market. It's a capitalist system. It's something that uh, they're against or that they, uh, yeah, are just not big fans of. So if they can sabotage it in a way and profit from it, sabotage it and profit from it, then that's, I would imagine that's what they're going to do. Now, when that happens, I don't know. I, I don't know if it even happens at all. But if it were to happen, I imagine it would be in the last 35 minutes. 
to where they could take advantage and exploit the lack of breakers, the lack of the breaker rule. And with the market being kind of higher than it has been the past uh, few weeks here, uh, 3,800, 4,000, um, knowing that's probably going to go down even lower, hey, this is the time to strike. Take, you know, buy low, sell high. And if you can sabotage it here uh, on a Friday before the weekend, yeah, it, it's probably, it looks poised to go. Is it moving? No, not right now. There's uh, 329 p.m. market times, 38.53, up 63 points, up one and seven tenths percent. But when the pandemic kind of, when, when that crash kind of happened in 2020, um, though the breaker rules, uh, the breakers were activated multiple times during that, that uh, time frame. So it, it can, it can drain pretty fast if uh, the conditions are right. And I, w- I argue right now is a, kind of a perfect storm here. I mean, it's up one and seven tenths percent for the day. It could drop one and seven tenths percent right now, two percent down, and you'd just be flat for the day. So if you add another two or three percent on top of that, then yeah, that's a serious, that's a lot, that's a lot. And I don't, I don't know if it's fair to get people's uh, hopes up or fears going, speculating these kind of uh, scenarios. But I think it's worth mentioning because if you anticipate it, if you're in front of it, you can profit on it, profit from it. Uh, it's possible. So why not? Why not be aware of it? Why not uh, try to take a swing at it if you think it's, it's possible, if you recognize um, certain behaviors and, and certain, uh, what are they called? Well, the conditioning that I've said that's happened over the past two or three weeks, jamming it up into the clothes, it's going higher and higher and higher into the close for two or three weeks straight, it seems like. Maybe not every day, but on the expiry days, sure. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's just up, 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 up. Every time, the last 45 minutes. And that's frustrating. That's frustrating. But if you have everybody conditioned to expect that, and then you yank it away, well, you might... Uh, you're going to catch a lot of people off sides and you're going to catch a lot of people who are just got too greedy or too comfortable. And I've been guilty of that too. It happens all the time to me. Uh, Holding too long, thinking it's just going to go higher, thinking it's different this time, even though it's not, not even close. Another thing too, and this is probably a little abstract, this is probably a little bit weird, but so is this podcast. Um, With eBay being infiltrated by uh, Russia and being freaking controlled and scammed by Russia and eBay's employees and whoever else, whatever the hell's going on over there. Like, who knows? Uh, the idea of auctions um, and outbidding someone at the last minute of an auction, I think, kind of rings true here. Just like the market, you have like 28 minutes left of regular trading hours. So now is when they're going to kick it up. Now is when they're going to turn it up. And considering that there's no breakers, they, they can really turn it up and really like, cause a shock to the market. And it probably wouldn't take all that much, just a coordinated effort um, and just to, like a surprise attack, a, a surprise financial attack. It is Friday, July 15th at 3.33 p.m. market time. S&P 500 right now is at 38.49, up 60 points, 
up one and five, one and a half percent for the day. Today's open was 38.18 with a high today of 38.59.90. Today's low is 38.17.18. Previous close was 37.90.38. This is the Plain Vera podcast. All right, it's starting to get cooking here. It's 3.34 p.m. market time, 38.48, up 58 points, up 1.5%, but we are cooking and it's dropping, so buckle up, everyone. This is going to be quite a ride. I think I'm going to end it here, kind of end this one a little bit early, but at least that way I can get it published, hopefully, before the close today. It's uh, 3.34, 38.48, up 1.5% still, but let's see where this thing goes. Hope you guys had a good trading day today. Good luck with the close here. At the last 25 minutes, it's going to be wild. It's going to be a doozy. I think they're going for it. Looks like it. All right. Cool. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Cool. It's good luck. Take care.